Good afternoon and welcome to our broadcast for today. Grace and peace be unto you. Well, I want to start off apologizing for getting a little tongue-tied yesterday. I started to record the broadcast over again, but I said, you know what? There's just too much information to be get out. I'm not. I'm just going to be raw and be open to what I'm I'm doing. But today I'll try to be a little more focused than I was yesterday and talking about the various decline of the nations and where we are in developing this whole idea of spiritual warfare. I ended by talking about the fifth stage in the decline of a nation by talking about the decline of husbands and wives, of couples, of, of the family, of this complex issue of competing and this over-competing roles we had. And of course, the sixth stage I ended with was an age of selfishness that is developed, an age of selfishness, pulling us to this idea of really coming to an understanding of moving into a Christian worldview, a mindset that we find ourselves in, that we can develop who we are and what we're doing. Well, tonight I'm going to be um, in a session. You will see that it's going to be in our notes with the Global Conference of Bishops. I'm going to be talking about the next great awakening. We've been given some, some previews on the social media for quite some time. But tonight will be tonight. You can sign up to be part of that webinar. We'll go in depth into the idea of the next great awakening that needs to happen and what will precipitate that particular awakening that will open up to us. But the decline I am dealing primarily today with spiritual warfare and the decline, the, the last stage I want to mention is unbelief in God. We're now developing a nation that has very little value in its belief in God, or where it stands in terms of where God is and how we develop in terms of this relationship with God. We're moving to some, some bad areas of understanding who we are and where we are in terms of that. I want to go back to the to the points that I made earlier, especially one the other day, because the questions are fourfold. Do we recover traditions? Do we repair structures? Do we renovate leaders? Or do we reconstruct something new? Powerful. Where do we go in this hour? With this and for this and through this in terms of developing where we are and what we do? We don't know until we really get to some point of understanding where our Christian walk develops and how we develop that Christian walk into some synergy and purpose. Unbelief in God, unbelief in God changes our whole concept of our Christian value. We don't believe not in a God, but beliefs in multiple gods or no God. It's a trick of the devil getting us not to believe in a monotheistic viewpoint of God, but a pluralistic viewpoint of God, or not accepting God as all. There's no way to say people are accept. They understand that if there is no God, then we look for a dictator, something that will replace humanly who we are and where we are. 
Although this is an ancient pattern I've been talking about, these seven trends that, that talks about the decline of a nation, um, they're, they're the trends that were found in the ancient world in Greece and in Rome. It is evident today that families are the foundation of a nation. Families. Remember, this podcast is about faith, family, and finance. So families are the foundation of a nation. When the family crumbles, the nation falls because nations are built upon family units. They are the true driving social force. We now face with not two parent families, but one parent families. We're faced with all sort of not traditional viewpoints of family. It just is. Should it be or should it not be? Well, we can debate the whole issue sociologically about the family. We can relate it uh, economically. We can then relate it politically. But the real source about the day is spiritually. It is God's word that we need to adhere to. It is God's word that we need an expression in. So that our spiritual warfare then comes into three battlegrounds. And so we, we have to understand that. The devil wants to get a hold of your mind. He wants to control your tongue. And he wants to be in control of what you see and perceive. Because perception comes from eyes. Isn't it understandable that the secular world is after your vision and the spiritual world is after your hearing? The secular world is trying to make everything beautiful around you so you can see it because it's after your vision. If you can see it, you can believe it. That's why when Jesus was talking to Thomas, when he was getting ready to go back, he says, Thomas, more blessed are those who have not seen, but yet believe. Because the interest into the spiritual world is not through our eyes, it's through our hearing. And since life or death is in the power of our tongue, we have to understand that we have to be careful. The words that come out of our mouth, they are spirit and they are life. And we have to understand the, the reality of understanding that concept. But if we can get our thinking arrested, that's where spiritual warfare begins. That's what Paul tells us, that our weapons are not carnal, they're not fleshly, they're not material, but they're mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. He said, we got to bring in captives, 2 Corinthians 10. Every thought and imagination, because the devil is trying to lay hold of our mind, our thinking that places us into an umbrella that we don't get a Christian worldview. So the real battleground is in what we think, in what we say, and in what we see. Secular society has become such a visual society that we're overwhelmed by what we see. We're seeing, we're dazzled by all of this fantasy and things that we see, and so our eye is overcome. And John tells us all that was in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. This is the social order that the church doesn't want you in, but real spiritual perception comes by what you hear 
not by what you see. We're becoming a realist society because we want to visualize everything. So we're being reconditioned, re-educated, re-instructed. And so we're dying spiritually because our ears are closing to God's word as we're opening up, not to God's word, but to spiritual deception. Deception that has us running to this idea because there's these inner voices that are talking to you. The voice of ourself, I want. We crave so much, we want, we want, we want. I got to be me, I got to have me, I got to have what I want. Huh. The Holy Spirit is trying to tell you what you need, not what you want. Beyond that, there are special spiritual forces that are trying to tell you your incapacity to become or do what God has made you to be. There is a warfare. And we have to be careful how we pray, how we praise, how we bring ourselves to this understanding of worship. Because what's affecting us internally is demonstrated externally. That's why we see the warfare. That's why we see the warfare in our weather, the earthquakes, the tornadoes, the things that are happening are increasing because they're reflecting where we are. The creation is groaning and waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And so we we struggle as Christians, we struggle to develop a worldview between the three things that are affecting us, the social climate, our own individual flesh because of what we want, and the devil who tries to tell us that we cannot be what God determined that we should be. Get that in your spirit. Let it resonate. And this becomes the last word for today.